Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling all right. I, I really want to ask you how it's rolling because you gotta you gotta get control of your house here. You got you have your wife up at all, all hours of the night, posting in the Facebook group, trying to decide who the hottest yeah, I don't know what's president is, and you're next to her asleep. As if I hadn't already done that years ago. Yeah, you're next to her asleep. Like first, of all, she finally got interested in your charts, and you're sleeping. You're never asleep at two in the morning. Yeah, I know. I know. It's supposed to be an aphrodisiac, apparently. And I missed. It. I missed it. my house. You don't even want to know what kind of disaster my house was all weekend. Uh, my wife had the flu. It was the sickest I've ever seen her as long as I've known her. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my kids had it has an ear infection. Um, our, our nanny was also sick. It was. I mean, she was out anyways because you know she doesn't work Saturday and Sunday. Um, but then she came back uh, uh, yesterday and she was sick. So all in all, it was a disaster. Uh, I was, you know, it w- they were long, exhausting days. So a- after like a miserable weekend from like Thursday through Monday, last night I fell asleep at like 7 p.m. Oh, my gosh. And then while I'm asleep, my wife is like Googling like hottest presidents or something. Yeah. You missed your yeah. one chance ever. <laughs> Would you rather? So she's Googling ho- hottest presidents. Would you rather? Yeah, I have my whole like my whole James K. Polk cosplay costume. I could have put on cosplay. I don't know how to. <laughs> I think it's that cosplay. <laughs> yeah, I ruined the joke. Um, yeah, that was the problem with the joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, would you rather? So she's like googling presidents. Would you rather someone go through your last month of uh, your your browser history last month, or for the person not to do it, you have to give them ten thousand dollars. I would allow you to go through my browser history on the podcast. I have nothing to be ashamed of. I have a lot of things that are weird and like require explanation, mm-hmm. but you know, there's nothing, there's nothing more ashamed of than you know, like the, the things I proudly right. every day. Right. I do. Th- I do think like just the amount of time that we spend on the internet is most embarrassing. Yeah, that would be. The, yeah, the, the 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 size, the the girth would be most embarrassing. Yeah. No. Like how were how do you visit twelve websites from ten fifty one to ten fifty two? And it's like, I can't, like, and, and then it's like, oh, I don't see a time in there where you could have possibly gone to the bathroom. Like, there isn't a one-minute break Yeah, because the laptop the comes with me to the bathroom, oh, obviously. that's true. Yeah. Oh, I have the time I'm speaking to you. You're in the bathroom. It's uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. The, the challenge, um, like, on the first floor of my house, like, the on, the bathroom on the first floor, the powder room, it's like there's one switch which turns on both the light and the fan. Uh-huh. Which I think is like a privacy thing because it's right next to the dining room. So if you have guests during a meal this way, you know, they, they feel comfortable making noises in the bathroom, right. whatever. 
the consequence for me is that I can never hear whatever I'm listening to on my phone or computer, which I obviously take with me to the bathroom at all times. Mm-hmm. And so what I actually do is, is I sit in the bathroom in the pitch dark because if I turn on the light, then it's going to be too loud and then I can't hear. So Why don't you – you don't bring your phone to the bathroom? You bring but your whole course, laptop every time? Well, no, it, I mean, it depends what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> right, uh, you you don't make charts on your phone, do you? Ch- charts are a, are a computer thing, I imagine. No, 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 no. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, I would never abandon my beloved laptop for you know a tablet like like the, like the like millennials do, because for me, the most valuable uh, parts of a computer are the, the document processors, you know, Word and Excel. Oh, sure. So there's no Excel yeah. on on an iPad. Well, there is, but you have to tap with your finger, and it's annoying. Yeah, that's and, annoying. You know, that's annoying. Yeah, it's a thousand times worse. Oh boy, I think we're I think we're watched up. Do you know what a finsta is? No, I saw you tweet something, and you were trying to be cool. Uh, first of all, I refuse to say insta even without the gram at the end of it because it makes me sound like. But I didn't say so I it. My sister, who's sixteen, said it. Uh, yeah. So so what what what's finsta? What is the f on top? of It's it? like Dude. your it's it's your like fake second Instagram account. So your main Instagram account everyone can see, and your second one is private, and like only your good friends can see. Why do you need a second one? I, I don't know anything about teenage girls. Like I don't know. But you, but but you, you had an account. And you lost it to your to your sister. Well, I have still have an account. Just I had at Weenaker, and my sister wanted at Weenaker. She was like at her name Weenaker. I don't. I think well, I think one of our I think one of our millennial listeners is going to have to correct us because the way you described it, I think if anything it should be the opposite. If it's the one that you use for your close friends, then that's not the fake one. Then that's the that's the real one. That's like the realest. No, you, but it maybe f right? maybe it's not the fake insta. One. Maybe it's friends insta. I don't know. Yeah, something like that, yeah. But, yeah, so she needed a second one. And she's, you know, there's all sorts of Instagram drama. Like, the, the popular girl in her school uh, will uh, pay for likes on any picture that gets below, like, 400 likes. And, um... What, what do you mean, pay for? Like, you could buy likes if you don't have enough. And there's another girl who, like, delete within five minutes if it doesn't hit, like, a certain threshold. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like, social media rules that you have to follow in, in her school. Ugh, Okay. I was reading. I was reading back issues of uh, Sports Business Journal today in the office because it's a bit slow. Uh, which I, I tweeted out something funny where uh, in the NFL preview issue they said that that Jerry Richardson's touch and feel, uh, touch and voice, is more necessary in the NFL front office or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, uh, not exactly. But um, there was also a whole thing explaining the favorite social media websites for 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 uh, millennials mm-hmm. and then also for Gen Z. It called millennials people 21 to 34. Mm-hmm. So we Gen Z, that's going to be your wife's Gen- name in a few years probably. She'll marry like <laughs> Dave Zucker. Yeah, and then okay. Gen-, Gen Z was age 20 and below. Um, and I just love these like social media experts lecturing to six other 50-year-olds about what 25-year-olds like. Mm-hmm. But it explained in, in the number four, like it listed the top five uh, social media websites for uh, millennials. And number four on the list was LinkedIn. <laughs> Pretty good. I mean, millennials are older. Yeah. Like, my sister's not a millennial. She's 16. No, I know. We're, well, according to this, we're millennials. But again, uh, you know a lot of people who love LinkedIn? <laughs> no. Al- although, uh, I so. did finally, do you remember, uh, I had this more for Twitter. But I did finally get that package from uh, from the guy who messaged me on LinkedIn. Um, Is this like a drug reference? It's a, no, no, no. It's a no, it's an old Twitter reference. You have to be very familiar with that. Keep twenty six. Uh, and my sister, as yeah, as okay. a payment for stealing my Instagram, my sister uh, said she would she would offer to buy um, at Key for me. And by buy, I mean I would pay for it, or maybe would make my dad pay for it. But um, but on like Twitter, y- maybe the Twitter account lady. 
who has three followers. Yeah, but I tried. At keep up, maybe she would respond to a sixteen-year-old girl more than like a thirty-something-year-old man. So I don't think you'd want to know the kind of person who's more responsive to a sixteen. She's an a lady. I know her name. She lives in Iowa. So therefore, it's kosher. No, but I'm saying like <laughs> I mean, she might say. I, I said like I'm, I I wrote the tweet was like you know I'm just a high school kid. I don't have a lot of money, but I'm willing to pay a little for it. Uh, you know, let me know. It's for my brother's birthday. Um, yeah, the, the likelihood that that person has ever checked their Twitter account in the last she seven checks years, it. She's like an anti-Trumper. My next tweet, I think, is going to be. If you don't give sell it to me, uh, or at least respond, I'm voting. I'm like the amount of money I would have given you. I'm going to. I'm going to donate to like to like the NRA or something. If this lady stops, yeah. doesn't you mean on t- on top of your usual donations? <laughs> yeah. You're much more likely to have a gun than than I am. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I live in a country where it's easy. Well, to I would never. Also, like not, I would so. just end up shooting myself accidentally every day. Yeah, I've I've never shot a gun actually. Not at a gu- driving. The range, only time I've shot a range. gun, the first <laughs> not at a driving. The range. first time I went down to meet my wife's family in Florida, they uh, heard. Well, you're required to shoot a gun in. Florida, yes, her father, much. who's a gun enthusiast, yeah. and her brothers were gun enthusiasts, and my w- wife is not a gun enthusiast, obviously. Um, but they they took me to the range to, t- to and like I hit like clay pigeons. Like uh, I think I hit like yeah. twelve out of twenty five. I did pretty well. Yeah, that's pretty. But then I realized, like, I, lives in... the, literally that time, I went, I went like deep sea fishing. You had to like drive for four hours and go out in a boat all night, <laughs> and um, and shooting. And then I realized, like, oh, I could just like not do those things. Like, I don't have to impress anybody anymore. And I've never gone shooting or 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 um, they don't go hunting. Obviously, they just they just go like uh, what's the culture? Uh, I've never gone say, fishing or shooting obviously. again. And I realized like that for life. Like, I just don't do anything I don't want to do. That's That's been my motto for about 12 years, and it's, you know, I'm still yeah, I mean, I, gr- I grew up a little bit in fishing culture because Minnesota, with all the lakes, a lot of people go fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, fishing is very different from hunting uh, in terms Did of... Did you like that everyone who went to Minnesota for the Super Bowl, like every website thought like, ooh, there's an original yeah, idea. Yeah, the ice fishing thing. Let's go, uh, yeah. let's go fishing. I would never do that. I, I've, ne- I've never I've never gone ice fishing because that involves... Yeah, no, I know. You, told, you said before, and that's for the pores. That's what you said. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law, uh, like yours, lives in Florida, and like yours, owns a gun as well, uh, which is the only like recreationally owned gun I've ever seen. Actually, mm-hmm. I was quite, per- you know, whatever. I didn't I say owns a gun. I mean, they have like, you know, um, yeah, I, it, it, not for me. Anyway, um, all right, let's. Uh, we got a bunch of things. First of all, next week is our big movies countdown podcast. We got Av coming on one of our favorite podcasts of the year. You've actually watched a bunch of movies. I've watched a million. Av is about at a hundred movies uh, for this year. So we're gonna go. We're gonna count down. It's gonna be a long episode. But if you want to send us your list for the listeners list, you can email that to us this week. Our names at Gmail, uh, and maybe we'll uh, you know we'll include that in some ranking or we'll pick out the best ones. But yeah, that'll be next week's episode. Uh, and then this week, yeah, and also, yeah. and I'm I'm throwing out a proposal okay. that next week's episode might be the last for a little while. No, I don't think it's gonna be the last. I think. What because last week we were a little well, uh, it'll it'll be the last of an every week, you know, like the schedule we've been doing for the last, you know, three years or whatever it is. Here's what I think. If we have a topic that's worth talking about, we'll do a podcast, but we're not going to pod. We're not going to waste the listeners time. We're not going to like in the off season. If we have absolutely nothing to talk about, then we'll just skip a week. Yeah, it doesn't have to be every week. We don't have to, right? Well, I'm saying. willing to do a podcast every yeah. week, and I could even if you're not, I could certainly get you to. 
but but I think we need a topic. I think we're on the same page. So if yeah, we're like stretching, yeah. right? I, I, because we did three years of it, and it was very hard for me to think of an episode, you know, like a, a hundred greatest movies, hundred greatest TV show, greatest living American, worst living American type thing. Like we're not out of them, but maybe we need a little help thinking of them also. Yeah. Um. So it, I mean, I, I do, th- I do think like the cereal taste off, uh, and also the ice cream taste off. Uh, I think that those ideas have some merit. Yeah. The challenge is like, it's also like. To buy cereal, like you, unless you can get like the little boxes with like the perforated lines, you uh-huh. know, like they used to have a camp, yeah, where you have to like make your own bowl, yeah, <laughs> which which leaked milk a hundred percent of the time, yeah. By the way, so you're going to um, complain that the problem would on... be that cereal is too expensive? Yeah, like if you're you're going to have to buy a whole box of cereal, like each box is like say five bucks. Well, by me, it's much more expensive. Buy, like, Who knows how bu- much it is in Canada if we have to buy for Haley? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna have to buy like fifteen or twenty boxes of cereal. I mean, listen, and also, then what the hell are you gonna do with that cereal for you know months on end? Okay, you know, so first of all, I can get rid of that uh, months on end. That's but, your problem. Second of all, stop being so cheap. No, no, I, I art, first the of all, art is I, expensive. I, I, honey bunches of oats is the main thing I consume on a daily basis. That's I mean, that's, but I don't, no, I don't even think that was on my list. Honey bunches of oats. Well, you're wrong. It's no, honey bunches of oats is trash. Honey nut Cheerios good. Honey bunches of oats and is terrible. No, honey. I, I also like Honey Nut Cheerios, but they're like – they're too much of like – like you can't have honey – whatever. You get sick of, of Honey Nut Cheerios. You don't get sick of Honey Bunches of Oats. You ever have Cheerios in a cup? That's actually one of my favorites. In a when cup, I was a kid, you... I would just – because I live like many floors up from from uh, my kitchen, and I'm lazy. So I would never want to like come down for snacks. Like I would take up all my snacks for the night when I would go upstairs at like 530 or whatever, like when I got home from school. And so your parents, as a child, let you have a TV in your bedroom and also like an entire like commissary. Yeah, well, in, in hindsight, snack. I didn't really push for things. I really never demanded stuff like people think because I grew up in a neighborhood that's famous for like people being spoiled that I was very spoiled. Um, but I never asked for anything in my whole life. Like I never. I think your parents just forgot you were there for a while. Uh, no, well, my dad worked really late because my dad has like multiple jobs. Like he has like multiple full time yeah. jobs. Um. But no, I no, I, I I would take up snacks. My mom didn't like it, but I was like the oldest, and for a while it was just two of us. Like, what are they gonna do? Like, I we had so we had like. Wait, oh, who's the other one? I only know about all your siblings that are like fifteen years younger than you. I have a sister, uh, who's three years younger than me. Wait, why does she never get mentioned? She's been mentioned. I mean, I say all this. I'm sure, like the real uh, Kiva stands know that I have three sisters. One is my age. My parents. I've said this a hundred times. My parents had two kids. I thought. I thought you- yeah, I thought you had three sisters who were all no, like in No, my parents had two younger. kids in their early 20s and two kids in their late 30s. I've said it a hundred times. Yeah. So I have a sister who okay. has three daughters. I don't know about that. Yeah, she lives right next to my parents. She lives right like a couple blocks from my parents. Oh, feel bad. That's great. Sounds great for her husband. He loves it. He's like, uh, you know, he he's, he's loving it. First of all, it's, <sighs> it's annoying to have your he's in-laws nearby, but it's very convenient. Like, think about the babysitting situation. No, I, I understand. Think about like picking kids up from school. Like you can ask them to do anything. No one will ever turn down like yeah. doing anything with their grandkid. A, a mile away, fine. A block away, that's uh, a little much. It's not a block. It's uh, it's not a block. It's not a mile. It's like All five right. blocks. All right, we we don't need these actually. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah, I'd bring up a cup of Cheerios, and I'd bring up. I would get those boxes of 108 Twizzlers, and I would finish them in like two nights. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. My mother, who's a pediatrician, had one of those in her office to give, like, you know, like... Well, are you serious? To their shots she's or whatever. the pediatrician's giving out Twizzlers? I would have gone there. Well, it's actually funny you should say that, because I took my son to the doctor the other day, given his illness yesterday, mm-hmm. and they don't they don't give out candies anymore. They give out stickers. Yeah, of course they don't give out candies. 
But my the, our, our other pediatrician. You in can't the even give out. I mean, if you live in the city, you can't even give out candies at birthday parties anymore. No, they gave out lollipops at, at our pediatrician in the city. That, that we was probably a bad pediatrician. The good ones in Manhattan and certainly L.A. Ask- no, they, no, they were they were bad lollipops. That's for oh, sure. Oh, they were probably like organic. <laughs> yeah, no sugar. Yeah, I'm still, sure. that's insane. Yeah, I'm sure they were sugar free or something. I don't know. Yeah, but so so Ares asked me if he could have a lollipop at the end of our appointment yesterday, and so I said, "Why don't you ask the doctor?" And he asked the doctor. And the doctor gave me a dirty look, like, "What the what kind of father am I that I'm asking a doctor for for <laughs> lollipops?" You should have been like, like in Manhattan. I was like, that's "Listen, how they bitch." Do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what these podunk uh, suburbanites are doing, but yeah. So we had to have a sticker, and listen, it's not even like a sticker like he can like stick. It's a pre-stuck sticker. It's a sticker that they put on a lollipop stick, which, like, they peeled the sticker and they already put it on the top of a like a lollipop uh-huh. stick. Is that your? By the way, let's do a quick parents' corner. Is that your parents' corner? Do you have a good parents' story for this week? I don't have a good parent. Well, so you know, I, I lie to my like all good parents. I lie to my kids about everything gotta, always. Gotta. So, so as as an example, so uh, on Sunday morning I was feeding them breakfast. Um, I had to feed them like all three meals for like four days in a row with Jen out of commission. It was mm-hmm. tough. Uh, so I was giving them oatmeal packets. So you, you know that like the, the oatmeal packets it comes with like four. When we were kids, it came with four flavors in a box, and like red was like the the plain one, which was the worst one. That yeah, the plain wanted, one. It, right? There's no reason why they ever put the plain in. What an insult to the consumer. Yeah. So, so th- they finally wisened up. Yeah. So now they just have the flavored ones. It's funny. So when I was growing up, what you'd have to do is you would take two of the other ones. You would take like an apple cinnamon and a and a brown sugar to sort of drown out the plain, right? Mm-hmm. But my wife, who was so spoiled growing up, she says, I would, I would just to- throw the plain ones in the garbage. <laughs> I'm like, you can't throw them straight in the garbage. Well, you anyway, could have thrown like a so lot of sugar d- in there. But yeah, they, they generally end up in the garbage. Yeah. I no, I would, I would just mix it in w- with the flavor ones. So anyway, so my kids, nowadays, they don't have the plain one anymore. But I don't want my kids just eating the straight, the packets, like the sugar packets, mm-hmm. because they're just like, that's all they are, is sugar. Yeah. So I mix, I always mix for each packet they get, I mix plain oatmeal. Because it doesn't cost. I assume they like watched the a lot of TV. Have, like, if your wife was at a commission for four days, no, uh, no TV. You didn't let them watch. T- what you you well, had to like play with well, them for a, four days straight. Well, Ares when Ares was lying in bed sick on the iPad for some of the time, but yeah, but none for the other. Oh my god! Anyway, so 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 the 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 oatmeal in like the large container, like not like a packet, but you know, like a big like jug of oatmeal, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, which is plain oatmeal, obviously, which you use for baking or cooking. So I was pouring a little bit of that. In or I always do. I pour it like with with each packet of sweet one they get. They get that one, and I lie to them and tell them that that's cookie flavor because there's a picture of cookies on it because it's there's a recipe for oatmeal cookies on the package, and like because they can't read yet, I can still lie to them. But I realize like in a year or two, Ares is going to discover, and they don't really know the flavor's bad because I mix in with the sweet one. But in a year or two, Ares is going to discover that that's plain, and then he's going to ruin all my lies. He's going to like tell like his younger siblings about all these lies, right? Yes. Like as another example, when we go through the grocery store, every single thing they want to buy that I, that I don't want them to get, I say, "Oh, it's not kosher, it's not kosher, it's not kosher," which is a great excuse. Except Eris now knows to look for like the kosher symbols, uh-huh. and I'm just worried. Oh, you that can't he's lie gonna, and like, say that. Yeah, then you'll teach up. them to hate being kosher. That's that's awful. Um, no, I just. <laughs> and they're also going to be like, "Hey, you said that's not kosher." You'd be like, "Yeah, uh, they just made rice kosher." <laughs> they're not asking for rice. What they're asking know, like, for like rice crispy junk, like candy. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mine is um my daughter. So I don't have my eight, one my my eight year old. Um, she goes to gymnastics a few times a week, and sometimes she'll have an argument with the coach. She's been her coach for like five years now, and she was so mad because he made them like do almost like sumo wrestling, but f- while like hanging from a vault or something. Like they were hanging from something, and then they had to like kick the other one off. It doesn't make sense, and has nothing to do with gymnastics. 
And so she like kicked a little like a younger kid hard and the kid got hurt. So she got yelled at. And then like a really big kid, like she's a third grader. So like a sixth grader, like fell on her when they were doing this. And then she got hurt again. So she got yelled at and then got hurt. Like it was a really stupid activity that he should never have done. And he does. Well, hold on. So she's in the same class with kids like five years younger than her. And no, five nobody years five years younger. younger. Nobody five years younger. I think she's the youngest in the class. But maybe there was a kid who like she was, you know, more agile then. It, no, there's, it's the it's like the highest level in the city. So there's it's her and like then like eighth graders. So she was really mad and she came home and she wanted to quit. And she's like, she came into my room and she's like, I'm so mad. I'm going to say the A word. And I'm like, don't say it. And then my wife comes in. She's like, ask her what the A word is. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, what's like, you want to say the A word? What's the A word? I don't even think you know what it is. And she says, of course I know what it is. It's acid. Acid? Yeah, she thought the A word was acid. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I guess uh, like she overheard somebody like like say it, but she misheard. <laughs> Oh, oh, actually, so this morning I was watching John Oliver, mm-hmm. so because I went to bed at 7 o'clock last night, I woke up at like 3 a.m., yeah. so I was up in the middle of the night watching, you know, catching up on, on all my uh, various HBO shows, so I'm watching John Oliver, and Eris wanders downstairs, and he wanders downstairs as John Oliver is saying, he's talking about what happened in Parkland in Florida, and and he says, as my son walks in, he says the word bullshit, and he says, these kids are so young that they can't even say the word bullshit in front of their parents. So that's what John Oliver says as my son walks in the room, mm-hmm. who's five. So he says to me, he says, what's bullshit? Oh, boy. And I was like, oh, crap. So I said, no, no, no. He said bullship because the parents don't want the kids to talk about a boat full of bulls. And I said a bull is a boy cow because it's a silly thing to talk about. So then so he sort of buys this one. So then, but he's not really sure. He's like, well, why would they have a ship that's full of bulls? So then I quickly, like, Google image search, and I find a bunch of boats, like, filled with cows. The problem is I'm, like, sk- skipping through the pictures as quickly as possible because half of them were, like, all the cows were dead because it's, like, I don't know, exposés about cows being massacred on the high seas. I don't know. Um, so then we're talking about bull, bull ships for a while. And then he said to me, well, could you also have a cow ship? And then we went, went down this whole thing, and then he said, what about a horse ship? And I realized this is going to backfire me because instead of just going to school and saying bullshit, he's now going to say bullshit, horse shit. He's just going to like <laughs> – so I'm definitely going to get a call from the teacher. Yeah, it's bad. You don't want to be the first kid cursing because then they'll – you know, yeah. no one's, no one's going to want their kids to play with you, and you know, it's bad. Yeah. Well, the problem – the worst thing is like not when your kid is the one doing something, but when, like when another bad kid does something and then your kid picks up on it, but then your kid carries that forward to the next yep. kid because then the next kid's parents think that you're the source. Yep. Yeah, it's, yeah, it happens all the time. Got to deal with yeah, it. That's a problem. That's why you just yep. – like right. that's why your parents didn't have a problem because you didn't have any friends. There was no one teaching you anything. You didn't <laughs> exactly. learn the F word until yeah. you were 23. I actually I've, – I have this vivid memory uh, in third grade, uh, Ross Gordon, a kid in my class. Classic I was word. proudly like practicing my curse – practicing my swear words as we call them in Minnesota, not curse words. My swear mm-hmm. words with, with Ross. And I, I vividly remember like Ross and I going over them like like the F word and the A word and, and like – because Ross was like like the expert of the words I guess. Um, shout out to Ross. Mm-hmm. Ross is now like a multimillionaire by the way. So uh, shout out to Ross. He started this – oh, it's talking about fishing. So you know how there's like um, all these um, – these internet apps where like they send you a box every month with like clothes or whatever and then you pick what you want and you return what yeah, you don't want, right? I know, yes. So Ross started that but for fishing tackle. 
Like it sends you various wow. like fishing. I could not have less in common with a human being than the person who started this business. <laughs> I know. I know. It's shocking. And I was like reading these articles in like in like these business magazines like online about like how insanely successful this startup of Ross's is. And I was like, yeah, like there's a there's such a massive market for something I never would have even thought of in a million years. I, I would never so do it. Would you ever do a box of the month club? I don't think I'd ever I mean I guess I'm lazy no, enough to 100%. do it. The all-time dumbest one, Bill Simmons was advertising on his podcast. It's now a box. It's not even a category. It's just a box with stuff. What was it called? It's like, we'll send you a cool. It's just, I forget what the name of the company is. Oh, it was like the They're comic book one? On this podcast. There's some really bad ones. No, that, but it's not. They all no, advertise they didn't on say that. They just said, we'll, they said, we'll just send you cool stuff every Yeah, month. that's dumb. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess the clothing one is okay, but I, it's just too much hassle. And I don't return things. Like, I would never send something back to a store. Like, it's, I would never go to the post office or FedEx. Something. Like, I, I don't deal with that sort of thing. Yeah, hold on one second. Hold on. All right. Okay, let's pick up. Okay, Akiba, I'm back. Sorry about that. I had to take a work call. Yeah, so we may have been in the middle of something, but we don't remember what we were talking about, so it's been a long time. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, While I was doing my work call, I was continuing my – Drew McGarry mentioned in passing. Oh, yeah, you tweeted 10 times while you were on that work call. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he said – he said – you know what that reminds me of? Uh, there was a profile of Ben Shapiro in the New York Times where Ben Shapiro in, in, interrupts the uh, the interview to say he has to go uh, pray his afternoon services. Yeah. And then he tweeted. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then he's tweeting repeatedly uh, while he's supposedly praying, uh, which is kind of funny. Mm. Uh, the the cool kid, what was it? The cool kids philosopher? Like, I, I would literally be able to stuff him in a locker, but he's the cool kid. The point is, yeah, you can tell what kind of person he is. Um, yeah, so Drew McGarry was talking about who would win like the bronze and silver medals if they had them in the NFL. So uh, I give the Jets a bronze medal in. Uh, you want to? Well, why don't you guess which years the the Jets would take home a bronze? Uh, nineteen ninety eight. No, I mean, oh, okay. Could they have beaten the Vikings? Yeah, the Vikings could lose any playoff game. We know that. But no, but why like, don't the Vikings the get the silver? Because the Vikings. What do you mean? The silver oh, okay. is the team that so loses you, the Super Bowl. You mean the gold and the silver? It's not. I've not just the gold's been yeah, decided. We're, 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 what I, basically, what I'm saying is between the two conference championship. Oh, okay, losers, fine. So then the Vikings get the it, one. but uh, the Falcons shouldn't even be in there. Um, what years would the Jets get yeah. the third? I, uh, 1981. In 1981, yeah, I give it. Well, 82. But 80, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and then 1967, I guess. Maybe. Well, hold on. 2010, I give it to them. 2000. Because remember, the, the, the it was the garbage Chicago Bears. The Jay Cutler team, right? Where he got hurt and the Caleb Haney had to play. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Even though, were, yeah, were, that makes sense. That make, yeah, you were better. The, but probably the third best team was team. not even in the conference championship game. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that, you got to get there. Yeah, and then I have the Jets losing to the Vikings in both 98 and 09. Or, I mean, they were the less good team. Of course, they could have won, but, you know, anyway. Oh, they could um, have won? Yeah, You're right. I think I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. So what were we talking about? Should we get to Mary Tyler Moore? Yeah, all right. Uh, quick Mary Tyler Moore review. That's what the people are here for. Uh, next week, I'm going to have to announce in the Facebook group because Av's going to be on. So he, he's going to let Av pick an episode. Of uh, pick pick the show and we'll pick the episode of TV that he. No, no, no. We're not. Next week is movies only. There's no TV next week. We got every week that we do a podcast. We have to rate a show. It could be 30 seconds, but we have to rate it. No, 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 no. Oh my god. No. Okay, fine. So let's rate the best episode of Seinfeld. So we don't have to discuss. No, no, we're not doing Seinfeld. It's up to Av. Uh, we're going to be discussing movies for two hours. I know, and then at 10 seconds at the end, we have to do it. As it is, this TV idea makes no sense. Listen, we had a lot of suggestions in the group just because you and like a couple other people didn't like it. Hold on. No, we had people in the group said, hey, my favorite episode of my favorite show is blank. People were into it. That doesn't mean that they – okay, so let's let's get into this Mary Tyler Moore thing for a second. This episode in 1997, TV Guide – 
ranked the 100 greatest episodes of all mm-hmm. time. Any TV show, not limited to comedy, yes. not limited to an But era, mostly limited to comedy because that ever. was b- before The Sopranos. Ever, ever, ever. Okay. Uh, before The Sopranos, uh, classic television was, was anyway, exclusively anyway, considered the, comedy. The point, is, the point is that the greatest episode mm-hmm. in television history mm-hmm. was this piece of crap episode. That's that why I wanted to start week. with it. I mean, I wanted to, let's see, can we, okay. can we just find number one the right The point away? I am making is that the value of watching an episode of television when you're not like holding in the entire series is very minimal. I mean, for some shows, yes. For some shows, no. That, but that's part of the greatness. Can you come in off the street with a show you don't know or a show you're not, you know, in the middle of binging? And can they hit a home run so, you know, so far out of the park that you could see it, even though, you know, you get it, even though you're not really familiar with? I don't know. The show? I, well, they did not. I watched this episode eight days ago. Yes. Um, like right after we recorded the last mm-hmm. podcast, and I already forgot ninety percent of it. And it's funny because I'm reading like uh, one listener, for example, Tim Westine said. Uh, this is an all-time classic episode and holds up pretty damn well on rewatch. The funeral at the end of the scene is an iconic scene everyone remembers. I don't even remember it. <laughs> yeah, you should remember it. By the way, after Westing giving that whole uh, over-the-top review, he only gives it a seven. Out That's of pretty low, so. but I guess he's smart. He wants to yeah, keep his. He wants, but he says it's an all-time classic episode. He says the first sixteen minutes are elite comedy TV. Mm-hmm. And yet, anyway, um, all right. Let, let's get into it. All right. Someone else sent um, a five and a half. So what were the other scores from listeners? Uh, I think seven is the highest of anybody. Okay, so let's say five and a half, seven. Let's say 6.25 from the listeners. What do you give it? Are we going to discuss it at all, or are we just giving it a number? I mean, if you want to discuss it, we could discuss it. All right, I'll give it a six and a half. You know you can do any decimal. Are we not going to discuss? Like, we have to at least say what happens in the episode. Yeah, you could say what happens in the episode. It's Chuckles the Clown. All right, so it's an episode of Mary Tyler Moore. Uh, Mary but you Tyler know that Moore, you could give it like a 6.3, uh, right? We're, we're going into all decimal. Yeah, I said 6.5. Okay, all right, fine, fine. You know what? 6.4. No, no, no. 6.5 was final. You can't switch your score. Sorry. Keep going. Okay, what's your score? I'll give, well, I want you to describe you the episode, then I'll end it with the score. Okay, so the Mary Tyler Moore show, uh, so, you know, I'm from Minnesota, so I, I, I'm well aware of this show, like that it was, you know, based in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. You never mentioned that you're but from I don't Minnesota, know anything else. so thanks for letting me know. Yeah. I, I don't know anything else about it. I know that she, like, tosses her hat in the air in the... Mm-hmm. Um, in the opening credits, yeah. and that's like a famous thing. And I think there's like a statue in downtown Minneapolis, in the or something like that. Or actually, it's not. It's not in downtown. I think. Well, whatever it is, there's a statue. I think where she's tossing her hat. But I gotta say, other than the opening credits, there was nothing Minneapolis-y about this episode. So right off the bat, I well, was where was the show shot? It was probably shot in um, LA. No. Well, I, I, all shows are shot in sound stages in LA. I'm sure. Uh, you know, but yeah. Um, the the thing that shocked me the most, like my biggest, because I didn't watch TV, you know, in the 80s or growing, I don't. I've never seen any of these shows. My sort of main familiarity with sitcoms pre-1990 is like the first season or two of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And my biggest takeaway from this episode is how similar it was to early Seinfeld, which basically means that like between 1975 and 1990, there was like very little like progression in television. 75, yeah, well, we say, everyone knows the 80s were trash. I think we've established that, right? So the 80s didn't didn't bring anything uh, really to the table. Okay. Yeah, so basically, anyway, so in this episode, so they're all working at this television station in Minneapolis, and the 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 the, the broadcaster, like, the you know, the guy who does the news, the newscaster, is going to be the head of a parade, and he's all excited, and then they say he can't because it's unbecoming of him to be the head of a circus parade, and then they choose Chuckles the Clown, Chuckles the Clown apparently is a long-running uh, gag on the show. He who even appears on a couple occasions, but usually he's just referenced off camera. He he has like an er, an early morning kids show on the same channel, sort of like Krusty. But the weird thing is like even though Chuckles the Clown has 
a name like like that's the character name, but the real person has a name which is referenced on the show many many times. Apparently, I learned this in my research. In this episode, they never once mention his name, including at his own funeral, yeah. including in the news report announcing he died. They don't say John Smith. I forgot his name already. Uh, you know, known to beloved uh, children, beloved as Chuckles the Clown. They only refer to him as Chuckles the Clown, which is very like nonsensical. Does Krusty the Crown have a name? Uh, like, do we know his real name? It's, yeah, his name is Krusty. He has a very Jewish last like name. Christopolis or something, right? Even Jewishier than that. He changed it. His father wanted him to be a rabbi in yeshiva, of course, and he ran off. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're a famous Simpsons hater, so you don't know, and I'm embarrassed I don't know. Here it is. His his birth name Simpsons is hater. Herschel. We might even be watching Simpsons next week. Maybe that's what well, I was we do, We discussed that when we ranked the Simpsons. Uh, his birth name is Herschel Schmoikel Pinchas Yerucham Krostovsky. That's like anti-Semitic, basically. Okay. Anti-Semitic? Why? I don't know. Krusty you know people stinks, Herschel. Right? You know people named... I don't know about Schmeichel, but yeah, Schmeichel you know people is... named Herschel, Pinchas, and Yeruchim. Yeah, Yeruchim. Yeah, I feel like there aren't a lot of Yeruchims. Like, the, the youngest Yeruchim is, like, 37. Yeah, I mean, I've been to the town of, of Yeruchim, but, yeah, I don't what's know the, What's, name. like, the... What do, you, what do you think is the oldest name? Like, in the earth, I'd say Adam. <laughs> no, like, what name has the oldest average age? Oh, like, like Hyman? Yeah. Ethel? That kind of thing? Yeah. I know the, the answer for women. The average of a person is alive right now? I know the answer for women. By the way, it's funny I said Hyman because now I'm on the Wikipedia page, and Hyman was actually Herschel's uh, – was Krusty's father's name. I said Ethel for women. You think it's older than yeah, Ethel? Yeah, they, they, no, I know the answer. Average per age. But it has to like have a certain number. It can't be like one person, right. and it, her name is well, like okay, Shalandra. Okay, let's hear, her, let's hear what you have that's better – what's better – okay, what's better than Ethel? The oldest name per you know average is Gertrude because the Berthas just all oh, died Gertrude's out. Gertrude's pretty good. It was Bertha for a while, yeah. but now there aren't enough Berthas for the stat. So it's like Gertrude. It's like 88. Yeah, uh, Gertrude's a pretty good mm-hmm. one. Remember when you said you'd let you'd name your you'd let the podcast listeners name your third son because like you were out of names and then you didn't. What happened? Did I get recommendations that I didn't? No, follow? you said you'd let it like a few months before you had the kid. You said you'd you know we we could name it. The podcast listeners could suggest names. Never happened. So if you have another kid, which I'm sure you will, um, you know. Well, my custom my custom is I name my kids. After overrated athletes who I detest, like Kobe Bryant. Hey, you don't have to say a number. Do you and your wife have like a set number of kids that you guys like know you're going to have? I mean, every married couple has that conversation. Yeah, but not everyone like knows 100% what the number is. Well, it's sort of like man plans, God laughs, you know, Mm -hmm. like (laughs) sometimes you have a fun night and then uh, you have a baby nine months later. So, you know, you don't have complete control over the situation. Oh, thanks for explaining to me. I mean, your parents had two kids, and then 15 years later had two more kids, so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Although they they had the two and two. Usually when it's like three and then one with the big gap, right. that's obviously the mistake, And then mistake, everyone calls right? it a mistake, sure. Oh, like my, my sister's husband, for example, has three siblings that are all like in their late 40s. Yeah, and, and we don't know how so, old he is, so he could be 75 or 12. You didn't, like, no, you're, you're acting no, like my we sister's have a lot of familiarity is, with your freaking sister's husband. You didn't even know what his sister. Well, he's obviously you really not don't listen to anything I say. Also, a- like I know your siblings. <laughs> I like I could. I know their names. I know they went to school. I know so much about them. You couldn't tell me my siblings. Yeah. My do you know any of my three sisters' names? Well, you're also much more close to the vest about that. No, I'm not. I don't. I don't think you say it as freely as I do. I think we. I think we have a lot of listeners who would say my sisters' names. <laughs> I have no idea any of your sisters. Yeah, names. you're terrible. I thought they were all like in high school. I thought they all were living at home. I didn't know that you had one who was. Well, no, only one's at home really because one. Um, uh, I've emailed me back. Right, he picks. What, what, I've picked Scrubs, so we're gonna pick a scrub. That's, no, that's not happening. What, 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 what are your What are your sisters' names? And the listeners promote uh, uh, had some Scrubs episodes anyway. Yeah. 
Speaking of sisters, Scrubs is a show my sister really liked back in the day. Um, what are your sisters? Yes, if you right guess, now, I'll, I'll tell you. Forget. No, no, you tell me now, and I'll remember for the rest of my life. On my deathbed, I will say, say goodbye to what? so-and-so. Uh, so so. Just tell me their names. Um, my, we're going to pick my screw-up. Scrubs, my screw-up. That's the episode everyone should watch. Um, All right. So you haven't said a single thing about this Mary Tyler Moore episode that you forced me to watch. I mean, I love it. I've seen it a hundred times. Um, I, really? I well, like Mary okay. Tyler Moore. It's one of my favorite shows. I think I had it like 25th in my 100 grade show rankings. Do I have to fact check that now? You could fact check whatever you want. Um, but I have it. I, my ranking for this episode is a 7.6. Because no, nothing holds up. Harris Whittles, it was the anniversary of his death yesterday. And he used to say that no comedy holds up. Uh, and there's like okay. five movies that are still funny. So I sort of agree with him, but I do love this episode. 7.6. Actually, our three scores, all at, me, you, and the listeners average out to 6.7 exactly. So you got to beat 6.7 to become the greatest show in television history. 6.87, excuse me. By the way, you did not have a 25. You had a 23, you liar. I, okay. But, uh, I'm sorry. It's my my score was 7.86. The overall score is 6.87. All right, next week, my so score. That's actually, that's actually pretty good that you 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 have Mary Tyler Moore as a top 25 show. I didn't realize Yeah, yeah, that. no, How I like Mary it. Tyler I like Moore it. episodes have you seen? I probably wouldn't have thought about it if if I hadn't, uh, if it wasn't in my top 25. It might not have made the list. My older sister's name is Yael. My little sister's names are Kayla and Eliana. But the other, Eliana first, then Kayla. Uh, I knew Kayla. I knew Kayla, but there's Yael and Eliana. Yeah, Kayla people okay. know from Twitter, but don't tweet her. She doesn't. Okay. Yeah, she's the one. Okay, so Yael, Eliana, and Kayla. Correct. Okay, got it. Right. One's in college, one's in high school, one's a lawyer. You could guess which one. Oh, what kind of lawyer is she? Uh, like estates and wills, I think. This is off the air conversation. Mm. All right. Akiva, uh, I will talk to you ne- you and Av next week, and then hopefully uh, not for a while yeah, after movie that. Movie podcast next week. Send your movie list. Send your ideas for off-season episodes because we're literally out of ideas. Bye. Bye. Rest of gold, you decide what you see, what you hope. Let it burn there in your hand. Watch it grow. Watch it
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.